5: You're about to find out everything you need to know to start your day. It's the WISN Morning Briefing.
1: It is 5.05. This is the WISN Morning Briefing sponsored by Team Hoffman Remax. It is a Friday. We've made it through another week. It is the ninth day in June, and it's going to be hot this weekend. We have mostly clear skies right now, though. Not too bad. 61 degrees. Good morning. I'm Ken Herrera. And topping the news, people in this area who watched the testimony of former FBI Director James Comey came away with different feelings, depending on how they view President Trump. Supporters believe this whole story is another attempt to bring down a president who's changing Washington. I think uh, the swamp needed drain, and they're fighting hard. But others say it's important to know whether the president tried to exert undue pressure on Comey to end the investigation into General Flynn or the Russians.
6: I want to know um, whether the president pressured Comey. In any way, shape, or form to uh, stop his investigation, either of Flynn or the Russians.
1: Even after Comey's testimony, of course, many questions remain. Three shootings in three hours Thursday, two people dead as a result. Fox 6's Ashley Sears tells us the two fatal shootings happened within one hour of each other.
7: It all started just before two. A man was shot and killed on Milwaukee's north side. Then around three, another deadly shooting. It just don't. It isn't the kind of scene.
8: they don't seem. Like this, is my neighborhood.
7: You want to see on your block in the middle of a sunny afternoon. It's,
9: it's shocking. It, like I said, it's really shocking.
7: Trayvon Addison watches from his front porch near 55th and Casper as an investigation unfolds just down the block.
8: Yeah, I ain't hear no gunshots or nothing.
7: He was at home when police were called here just before three in the afternoon for a shooting. Investigators say a 39-year-old man was shot and killed during an argument with another man inside a
10: home. I've never heard no arguments going on over there and I've never heard nothing like that.
7: AC Scott lives next door.
10: It's sad to hear that. It's sad to see that.
7: The sadness isn't just isolated to this area. A few miles south of here near 19th and Atkinson, there was a similar scene. A 54-year-old man is shot and killed around 2 in the
10: afternoon. We need some good news <laughs> or something going on different other than people shooting and killing each other or hurting each other.
7: As neighbors try to make sense of the yellow tape and police squads, they ask a city to make a change before it's too late.
10: Milwaukee needs to clean it up. We need to stop the violence and really just clean it up.
7: The two homicides are not connected. Police continue to look for suspects in both. Ashley
1: Sears, Fox 6 News. After the two fatal shootings, a 55-year-old man was shot on North 23rd Street. This apparently happened during a fight with a family member. He is expected to survive his wounds. The Milwaukee Police Department welcomed 58 new officers to its ranks on Thursday. Police Chief Ed Flynn welcomed the new officers at their graduation from the police academy. He offered praise to the parents of those officers as well.
6: I believe that you were raised by your folks to be a certain kind of person. That's why you were brave enough to step up and accept this vocation.
1: And this group of officers began training back in December. They were the second of two classes to begin training at the Academy in 2016. Governor Scott Walker says he may be ready to consider toll roads in certain parts of Wisconsin. The thinking is toll roads would help fund the state's transportation budget. Fox's Evan Peterson with more on that story.
8: Crossing into Wisconsin from Illinois could look a lot different in the years to come as talks about potential toll system being set up at the border. Um, Gina Sahlberg is visiting Wisconsin from Illinois with her kids.
7: But if I was doing it every day and it was taking food off my family's plates, that may be a concern.
8: A toll is being viewed as an alternative to raising taxes, with this being aimed at travelers visiting from places like Illinois.
7: It's a sign of the times. Everybody is looking to try to make money somewhere. So, for Wisconsin residents, if it kept their real estate taxes lower, then they should welcome it.
8: But for businesses that rely on I-94 travelers? I would hope that it wouldn't derail any kind of tourism. Uh, inevitably, though, people find an alternate route. Tyson Wermeister, a co-owner of the Mars Cheese Castle, says smaller businesses could be hurt by people finding ways to avoid tolls. They could take Highway 12, they could take Sheridan Road, and that would ultimately lower the traffic that is coming out here. The two most popular ways people pay for tolls is one, using an electronic device. They put it right on here in their windshield which withdraws automatically or two they do it manually meaning they carry on an awful lot of change right here in their car.
7: I don't see it would be devastating. I see it if spent right it could help people here.
8: A sentiment that's not lost on lawmakers or the governor. In Kenosha, Evan Peterson, Fox 6 News.
1: A bank robbery that started in Brown Deer ended with the getaway car in the Milwaukee River. It started around 10.30 Thursday morning when police responded to a bank robbery at the U.S. Bank on Brown Deer Road. Two suspects tried to speed away from pursuing officers, but they didn't get far. The suspect left
11: the roadway and drove through a resident of Glendale's backyard for approximately 100 yards
1: through a garden area, a patch of grass, and ultimately down the bank into the river. And both suspects then tried to flee on foot. They were captured by Glendale and Brown Deer Police a short time later. There's been another rash of vehicle break ins on the city's northwest side. Several car owners woke up Thursday morning to find their car windows had been smashed and, in many cases, items stolen from inside. The break ins took place along a stretch of road near 75th and North Ridge Lakes Boulevard. And I've
0: seen the window, and I've just pulled it out, only to see four other women standing outside by their cars to see that their window was busted,
1: too. Police say at least 10 cars suffered some kind of damage during the night. Most of those vehicles that were damaged had tinted windows. One neighbor theorized maybe they broke the windows to see if there was anything worth stealing inside. A Milwaukee man who is already behind bars on multiple murder convictions now charged with trying to solicit other murders from jail. Investigators say Christopher Anderson tried to order members of his gang to kill three people that Anderson said were snitches. Checking the Bryant Heating and Cooling Sports scoreboard, the Brewers lose. This was an afternoon game yesterday, 9-5 to the Giants. Pittsburgh takes Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Finals, 6-0 over Nashville. And Golden State can wrap up the NBA championship against Cleveland tonight. 5-12 and still to come on the morning briefing, James Comey not only had lots to say about President Trump yesterday, he also revealed former Attorney General Loretta Lynch instructed him to downplay the investigation into Hillary Clinton's email scandal. And what about his admission that he was the person who leaked his memos to the media? That's coming up next.
5: Beginning your day with a solid base of information. This is the WISN
1: Morning Briefing. And your Morning Briefing continues now at 517 with news and comments on that news. Well, everyone in Washington is talking about the things former FBI Director James Comey had to say about President Trump. Lost in the woods? A bombshell revelation concerning former attorney general loretta lynch who according to comey instructed him to downplay the investigation into hillary clinton's email server one person who did not miss that bombshell though fox's greg gutfeld
11: so remember when you were a kid and you got an ice cream cone and it dropped to the cement right as you licked it that's how it must feel today to be a Democrat.
12: My <laughs> God.
11: Here you think Mr. Comey was going to deliver <laughs> Donald Trump on an edible platter. And instead, you get Loretta Lynch. Comey told under oath that President Obama's attorney general asked him to call the investigation into Hillary Clinton's email
13: scandal a matter, not an investigation. Roll it, Francis. The only other consideration that I guess I can talk about in an open setting is that at one point the attorney general had directed me not to call it an investigation but instead to call it a matter, which confused me and concerned me. But that was one of the bricks in the load that led me to conclude, I have to step away from the department if we're to close this case credibly.
9: It
11: confused me and it concerned me. I would file that under WOW. And it raises more questions than my question-raising farm. First, when does the hearing on this revelation begin? Lynch gave campaign language to Comey to cover up an investigation to help Hillary's campaign. That's inappropriate. We're talking Al Franken in a mesh thong, inappropriate.
14: But not illegal.
11: That's true. And how great is it? This is wonderful. How great is it that Hillary is still causing the Democrats fits? The Loretta Lynch thing is only an issue because she had to deal with the Hillary matter. Hillary really is the Democrats' unrelenting mother-in-law who comes to visit when they least want her. So in a hearing meant to hammer Trump, the previous crew gets nailed. It's like when a stink bomb goes off before you have time to throw it, you end up smelling bad the rest of the day, which is what happened to Lynch, Hillary, and yes, even Comey. His decision to obey undermines this persona of a folksy everyman just trying to do his job when it seemed he'd do just about anything to keep his job. Including, look the other way.
14: Mm. Yeah. So interesting. Uh, I know is, what he's do you not understand it?
11: it? Do you want me to read it again? Let's do this thing again. <laughs> as, but, what uh, yeah. he, but what are you
3: accusing him of? What am I accusing him that of? That he wanted to keep of his job. No, so Loretta Lynch. I think, I think that what she did but you're is wrong. He, he obeyed her instructions. Well, yeah, yeah. to call it a yes. matter yeah. because he wanted to he keep did, his it, job. It,
11: according to the testimony, that's kind of what he implied. He did like it. It made him feel uncomfortable. But, because everything makes him feel uncomfortable, Chris. Oh mean people make him feel uncomfortable. No,
3: I get it, um, but have a different when job. he talked about Hillary Clinton, and yes, <laughs> he called it an investigation. Yes, he right. did. He did, but he didn't he tell. Didn't her. He didn't question her. He didn't feel
11: that was inappropriate. He didn't leak that. Why did he leak that? James? Did you
3: miss the big press conference that he gave talking about Hillary Clinton's email? Yes, I know. Both but, of them? But he didn't clearly. miss Well, he and if President Trump's conversations were so inappropriate, he didn't Un- offer
14: to resign like he did before so this is without not a big Trump. deal?
3: Greg. All right. James Comey unquestionably a has a bad a habit of placing himself <laughs> in a position above everyone else. He did it in this case, he did it in the Hillary Clinton case. He said, I have deemed that no one here. Uh, he did it in '04. No one here is decent enough. Only I, James Comey, have the moral gravamen so that I can stand above all of this and make a, and make a judgment. Right. And when he does it, he gets himself in trouble. That having been said, he did it with Hillary Clinton and then he did it with Donald Trump. I had to go outside the lines because I was the last honest man. That has been a problem for him. But in this True. case, he roasted Hillary Clinton.
11: I know. I he know. Did not am talking obey. about this interesting he did thing did that obey. we just found out now. We just found out now, which is obviously has something to do with the tarmac.
3: But as that well. was gross. What she, did, what, yes. what the attorney general did was gross. But that's not on Comey. No,
11: well, kinda. It's no, on it's on her. What is, yes. did you miss? The first part of the monologue. But he did What are you no, snorting? But he didn't know Barry. Oh yeah, no, he he kind of did. Not he really. Did, yes, he did. He can cut, just, we, we to go. Yes, can sir. I just say this
3: sure. so today we this is an overall bad day for the Justice Department in the United States Whether sure. it's the Jeff Sessions Justice Department or the letter Loretta Lynch Justice Department the high road here is this The Justice Department is supposed to be beyond reproach today mm-hmm. We found out that both Jeff Sessions and Loretta Lynch are below reproach period. All right. What do you think Kimberly? <laughs>
14: uh, you know, I think it was yeah very bad day I think for Hillary Clinton bad day for Loretta Lynch Bad day for Comey. Very bad day for Comey's, you know, phone. Don't a forget friend. Jeff Sessions. Phone a Bad friend. day for Jeff Sessions. The Columbia professor. That was not good for him. Uh, Jeff Sessions. Bad day. A, yeah, not a great day for him either. Bad but
3: day. If you're if, when
14: you're handing out all these bad day cards.
3: Robert Rubin's <laughs> team. President
14: doesn't get a bad day card.
3: He, he gets a gets good a bad day. day I don't think so. At the top of Comey. I don't at the think top. So. At the if top Comey. If Comey thought it
14: was so bad, he should have got all the queues and then handed the KJ, resignation I, or typed one up and then hit save draft.
3: KG. I love you. I love you. I Hi do. Yeah, but you. with that being said, let's be real. The beginning of Comey's testimony starts with saying the president is a liar, mm-hmm. right, which we find out to be true because he told Lester Holt in the interview that I indeed fired J- Comey because of the Russian election, not because of this memo, not because of anything else. That means our president's a liar. Mm-hmm. That's a bad thing. Wait, are president. you telling
11: me a, there's somebody in the White House that has lied? This has got to be a first. We need that breaking news sound to come in right no, now, and we actually have a president this is who the, doesn't this is tell the, the, the truth. You yes. Every other
3: word. All right. He says, believe me, every other word.
11: Yes. We can't believe him. We know who we That's elected. We know. we know who we elected. Well, don't believe him. Well, we know who we elected. <laughs> uh, Thoughts, Dana?
4: Well, uh, maybe one thing. So we talked about. T- we mentioned '04, mm-hmm. and in fact, I think it was Tom Cotton, the senator from Arkansas, Alabama, Arkansas. 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 Thank you. Um, who uh, asked James Comey to talk about? In 2004 you went to the bedside of ashcroft mm-hmm. and all this stuff happened but and it sounds similar right so, but here's a big difference mm-hmm. george bush didn't fire him mm-hmm. because the aftermath of the consequences of firing i don't, i actually never asked him if he wanted to fire him he probably, probably did but you, but there were there would have been consequences for it there are consequences for things that you do the other thing is that but he thought um, that was so bad that he thought about resigning and he didn't what they That's if right. the, if But if the president did hire
14: you, would you still be doing your job as FBI director, meaning you wouldn't ever No, I would still be the doing The big it.
4: difference, too, was that actually we were, uh, it was about a program for intelligence. Mm-hmm. We're on a war footing. And we were able to work with Congress in order to get the policy worked out and put in legislation in a way that everybody could accept. That's one of the ways that you handle things in Washington. It's kind of old fashioned. Um, the other thing is, is that the tarmac meeting with uh, Lynch and Clinton, I oh think this is, there wasn't enough questioning about that in terms of how inappropriate yeah. did he think that was at the time. We all thought it was highly inappropriate. So then, how inappropriate might it then be? You could see why people would ask, why is it inappropriate for the president to ask everybody to leave and meet with the FBI director? Mm -hmm. There are parallels here, both sides having a problem.
1: During his testimony, Mr. Comey also identified a leaker. It was James Comey. He says he leaked information about memos he wrote after meetings with the president. Republican Senator Roy Blunt says that admission from the former FBI director was really one of the more embarrassing moments for Comey.
15: All right, to say that uh, James Comey was liked by most of his questioners today, it, it is fairly accurate. In fact, they laughed at, at a lot of things he said, a lot of stories he told. That is everyone but a certain Senator Roy Blunt. I want you to take a look at this very closely.
6: You said after you were dismissed, you gave information to a friend mm-hmm. so that friend could get that information into the public media.
13: Correct that the content of those unclassified the memorialization of those
6: conversations was my recollection recorded so why didn't you give those to somebody yourself rather than give them through a third party because i was worried the media was
13: camping at the end of my driveway at that point and i was actually going out of town with my wife to hide and i worried it would be like feeding seagulls at the beach if if it was if it was I who gave it to the media, so I asked my friend, make sure this gets out. See that?
15: I want to show because I was watching it live when we were covering this on, on Fox Business, which if you don't get, you should demand. But anyway, I digress. Back to the senator. You were not amused, senator, were you?
6: Well, you know, in uh, listening to it the second time, it sounded like it was pretty funny. I think it really had nothing to do with the question of why uh, former director Comey Uh, would give material that came out of the Justice Department that you and I couldn't have gotten from the Justice Department to a friend who would give it to the media and my second question was why didn't you give it to the media yourself why didn't you take responsibility that you were the one that thought this should be in the hands of the media rather than giving this in this backhanded way I thought it was probably uh, the most embarrassing moment for uh, the director today on what was uh, not a terrible day for him and probably not a terrible day for the president, but I thought a pretty good day for the Senate Intelligence Committee to step up and say, this is a group of individuals that intend to get to the bottom of this and have the capacity as, as the part of Congress that can most likely uh, do that.
15: Now, that, uh, that memo that was leaked was after he was fired, so he's trying to save his reputation and and get that out there, right? He did this through this, uh, you know, law professor who got the word out to the media. But what do you think of uh, whether it's a former or a present FBI director doing that?
6: Well, I think it was a mistake to do it. And if you were going to do it, you should have taken responsibility for it yourself. There's another New York Times story uh, that apparently in the middle of March, he's telling one of his friends who later tells it to the uh, New York Times that he doesn't have any real respect for the president of the administration uh, that is that's his view of, uh, of honest uh, whatever he said he would be uh, that's probably honest loyalty I think was the term he used that didn't sound either of those to me but my, my real question this is a, a guy who has every reason with a great career in public service to be a stand-up guy uh, why would you go through a back channel rather than just take responsibility. And another thing I wondered about Neil, if his concern was, well, if the president really does have tapes, I need to get my story out there. If the president really does have tapes, it sounded like to me he said his story would be on those tapes uh, if that was the case.
1: Now, Comey claimed that the leak came only after the president sent out a tweet that he believed challenged his honesty. But in fact, the story appeared in The New York Times the day before that tweet was ever issued. Much more still to come on the WISN Morning Briefing, including more, of course, on the James Comey testimony and British Prime Minister May, Margaret May, under pressure to step aside after conservatives take a beating at the polls. We'll have that more along with an update on your morning traffic. It's 529. It is 533. Here are some of the top national and international stories on the Morning Briefing. Former FBI Director James Comey had some harsh words about President Trump during his testimony. But the White House is firing back. Fox's Caroline Shively has that story.
0: James Comey unloaded on the man who fired him from the FBI, saying President Trump lied. But Comey stopped short of saying the president broke the law.
13: The administration then chose to defame me. Those were lies, plain and simple.
0: In hours of testimony, James Comey detailed how the president pressed him for loyalty, specifically in the Russia investigation, which the FBI director read as toe the line or risk losing his job.
13: I was honestly concerned that he might lie about the nature of our meeting, and so I thought it really important to document.
0: That got this response from the White House. I can definitively say the president's not a liar, and I think it's uh, frankly insulting that that question would be asked. Senators kept asking Comey why didn't he push back during his nine meetings and phone calls with the president Become a leader
7: for the future and add some burnt orange to your resume at the same time with continuing a professional education from the Extended Campus at UT Austin. The Extended Campus offers programs that will help you gain valuable new skills to support your next promotion or prepare you for a career change. Check out the program finder at extendedcampus.utexas.edu to get started. That's extendedcampus.utexas.edu.
10: Uh, At the time, did you say anything to the president about that is not an appropriate request? I didn't, no.
0: The former FBI director also refused to take a position on whether the president's actions were illegal. President Trump's personal lawyer later suggesting it might be Comey who was the one breaking the law. Today, Mr. Comey admitted that he unilaterally
8: and surreptitiously made unauthorized disclosures to the press of privileged communications with the president.
0: You might remember President Trump tweeted that if Comey was going to leak to the press, he better hope there aren't any tapes of their meetings. Today, Comey said, oh lordy, I hope there are tapes. In Washington, Caroline Shively,
1: Fox News. As the final votes are counted in Great Britain's election, Labour Party leader Jeremy Corbyn says the result is a rejection of the country's Conservative Party platform.
17: People have said they've had quite enough of austerity politics. They've had quite enough of cuts in public expenditure, underfunding our health service, underfunding our schools and our education service, and not giving our young people the chance they deserve in our society.
1: Prime Minister Margaret May under pressure to step aside after her party took a beating at the polls. Labor leader Jeremy Corbyn is a strong opponent of President Trump. He calls him a rich white man who practices fake anti-elitism. He also says Trump should not be allowed to visit the U.K., Corbyn is also a supporter of Open Borders. A federal judge decides a Georgia woman charged with leaking classified materials needs to stay in jail. Fox's Grinnell Scott with that story. Reality Winner, who investigators say unlawfully obtained, then transmitted sensitive defense information will not be released from her pretrial detention. The judge reportedly had reservations about what other information she may have gleaned from classified documents. Prosecutors were concerned about her corruptibility, should she be released. Winner's attorneys insisted she posed no flight risk. Winner was indicted by a federal grand jury Wednesday for copying classified information and sending it to the press while working as a government contractor. She faces 10 years in prison and a quarter-million-dollar fine. Gernal Scott, Fox News. You never know what you might find at a yard sale. A $13 diamond fetching a whole lot more than that at an auction is Simon Owen in London with that story. A large diamond ring selling at
16: auction here in London for $850,000. Big money for sure, but the really unusual thing here is the back story. The ring was purchased at a second-hand rummage sale for around $13 in the 1980s. At that point, and at that price, the buyer assumed it was a decorative costume jewel and wore it for years as a regular day-to-day piece. More recently, the reality emerged that it was a 26-carat sparkler, and the owner, who wants to remain anonymous, decided to cash in. Auction House Sotheby's calling it a one-off windfall. In London,
1: Simon Owen, Fox News. We have a slight chance for some thunderstorms later today with a high of 77 degrees. Enjoy it. It's the last cool day we're going to see for a while. Partly cloudy tonight, 62, and then the sun and the heat turn on tomorrow. Mostly sunny, hot, windy. The high tomorrow, 90. The high Sunday, 91. The high Monday, 92. You see where we're heading here? Tuesday, 90 again. We have a slight chance of thunderstorms uh, both Saturday and Sun. Well, not Saturday, but Sunday we do have the uh, slight chance. Not a major chance, but a slight chance with that 91-degree reading. We are at 61 degrees now at 538. Governor Walker says he might consider toll roads in certain parts of Wisconsin, but nothing's set in stone. The idea now is to consider tolls along the Illinois-Wisconsin border. But the co-owner of the Mars Cheese Castle says that might not be so good for business in this state.
3: I would hope that it wouldn't derail any kind
8: of tourism. Uh, inevitably, though, people find an alternate route.
1: will. Well, the uh, Cheese Castle, by the way, a favorite stop for visitors traveling along I-94, both into and out of Wisconsin. Imposing a toll on that interstate could drive people to those alternate routes and away from the interstate. There's been another rash of vehicle break-ins on the city's northwest side. Several car owners woke up Thursday morning to find their car windows had been smashed and items stolen from inside. Here's Angelica Sanchez.
7: More than 10 cars had at least some type of damage to them. We spoke with one auto expert who tells us that unfortunately the summer months can mean a spike in car break-ins.
0: Don't know what happened. I woke up and this is what happened there's much confusion Windows busted. over a scene no car owner wants to start their day to and I've seen the window and I've just pulled it out only to see four other women standing outside by their cars to see that they window was busted too.
7: an entire stretch of this North Ridge Lakes neighborhood became the target of overnight car break-ins neighbors say the majority of the damage was to vehicles with tinted windows all the way down all T- the windows T- is busted. T- all the way from here, all the way down is busted. A spokesperson for Milwaukee Police says several car owners reported stolen property. Our crew on the scene counted more than ten cars with window damage. Just down the road from the break-ins. Auto glass expert Richard Poshtian says he's not surprised to hear of a case like this. The summer heat means his shop sees a drastic spike in car window break and repairs. He says there's a reason why some of the car windows in this case popped out as opposed to shattering.
16: Some of the windows have window
8: tint on them, so that's why it's easy for the criminals to just take the glass and throw it
7: underneath the vehicle.
1: And in fact, some of the neighbors who were affected some in that neighborhood believe that the cars with the tinted windows were targeted primarily because the thieves couldn't see inside. So they'd break the windows to find out what was there. 540 on the morning briefing. Scott Dolphin and now with sports. It's brought to you by Roto-Rooter.
17: Good morning, Ken. The Brewers got it to a 10-inning game yesterday with a little rally in the bottom of the ninth. But in the end, they fall short, losing to the Giants 9-5. Hunter Pence's go-ahead RBI single ignited a four-run 10th inning and the Brewers fall by four. Eric Sogard had a solo home run, and Travis Shaw singled to tie the game in the ninth inning for the crew. They finished the the homestand three and four, and now it's off on the road as they begin a seven-game road trip tonight, the first of three against the Diamondbacks in Phoenix. They'll also visit the Cardinals, the slumping Cardinals, who've lost seven in a row on this trip. Cubs also lost yesterday, so the Brewers remain one game ahead in first place in the NL Central. Hockey Stanley Cup playoffs last night. The Penguins take it to the Predators 6-0. They scored three in the first and three more in the second. In fact, Pittsburgh scored just a little over a minute into the game. And Nashville will now try to avoid elimination. They'll try to stay alive at home. Game six is Sunday night. Cleveland also facing elimination in the NBA Finals. The Warriors look to make history as they clash with the Cavs tonight. Golden State took a three-games-to-none lead after winning 118-113 on Wednesday they can complete a sixteen and zero playoff run to be the first in NBA history to do that with a win tomorrow night, or with a win tonight, I should say. Former Bills wide receiver James Hardy has died. The Allen County Coroner's Office in Indiana identified the uh, the man found in the Maumee River on Wednesday as Hardy. His cause of death is yet to be determined. He was just thirty one years old. Packers finished up OTAs yesterday. They have minicamp beginning on Tuesday. And in soccer last night in a World Cup qualifier, the United States beat Trinidad and Tobago 2-0. They next play Mexico on Sunday. From the Big 920 Sports Desk, I'm Scott Dolphin. On News Talk 1130, WISN.
1: And it's 542 on the morning briefing. Still to come, a wrap-up of James Comey's testimony with, of course, some commentary on what it means and perhaps what's next. That's just ahead.
5: Giving you all you need to know right now.
1: This is the WISN Morning Briefing. And your Morning Briefing continues. We're coming up on 547 with more news and comments on that news. In this commentary segment, a wrap-up on James Comey's testimony before a Senate panel Thursday. The good, the bad, and yes, the awkward for not only President Trump, but also for the former FBI director.
13: A really significant fact to me is, so why did he kick everybody out of the Oval Office? Why would you kick the Attorney General, the President, the Chief of Staff out to talk to me if it was about something else? And so that that to me, is, as an investigator, is a very significant fact.
9: It's not obstruction of justice, it's not even particularly close. It, it is, in, in my view, inappropriate for some of these things to have been said if they were said. Well, we have to distinguish between what is a crime or what's impeachable and what is bad form. You know, you don't get indicted or impeached because you're, you know, clueless or because you're rude or because you say unguarded, ill-advised things.
10: Jonathan Turley writing earlier, you can talk like Tony Soprano and not be Tony Soprano. Uh one look at the James Comey testimony and one element of that. Let's bring in our panel. Guy Benson, political editor at townhall.com, Molly Hemingway, Senior Editor at The Federalist, Caitlin Collins, White House correspondent for the Daily Caller, and Olivier Knox, Yahoo News Chief Washington correspondent. Okay, Guy, thoughts.
9: Well, I don't think you can spin today as a good day for the White House, right? You have the former FBI director calling the President directly a liar. Heavily suggesting that the special counsel is looking into obstruction of justice now, which would involve the president. And also, Comey characterized this request or this ask, uh, where the president allegedly said that he hoped that Flynn would be essentially let let off the hook. Uh, He called that, in his own mind, a directive. So uh, that's a rough day down at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. But I do think at the same time, several of the major narratives from the anti-Trump left sustained significant body blows from Comey's own testimony that the president was in fact told three times by the FBI director that he was not under investigation, that uh Trump did not interfere with the Russia investigation and in fact supported it, and a few others. So I think if you're a Trump supporter, you have some things to hang your hat on today. But to me, the ultimate question is going to come back to why was Comey fired? We haven't gotten a good or Consistent answer from the White House, and that remains an open question.
10: Caitlin, the White House, uh, President Trump, silent today on Twitter.
18: Complete silence. This is the longest Donald Trump has gone without tweeting since he became president. And if he makes it till tomorrow morning, as the Washington Post pointed out, it'll be the longest since he declared that he was running for president. This is not normal. They've completely stayed silent. And, Donald, and James Comey made all these allegations against Donald Trump today, calling him a liar, saying he defamed him, defamed the FBI, interfered with an investigation, fired him because of the Russia investigation. And the only person who can contest that is Donald Trump. And we haven't heard anything from him except a statement from his lawyer.
2: Yeah, Molly. Well, it is funny how much people seem to want Donald Trump to tweet, but I do think actually there was a lot that Donald Trump could be happy about today. Uh, Didn't really change your opinion on Donald Trump. If you thought he was reckless, you definitely felt that way after the Comey testimony. We did get a picture that his intense dislike of Comey was rooted in the fact that the FBI was willing to leak, or in some cases, some rare cases, formally release information about literally everything, except the one thing that was really important that the whole nation has been subjected to for month after month, which is Donald Trump is not the subject of an investigation in collusion. And that's where this all began. We were led to believe for so long, that's what the hysteria has all been about, that Donald Trump is an agent of Russia sitting in the in the White House, and yet now we're discussing whether this was a directive or whether you say hope is a bad thing and whatnot. I mean, that's a major come down from what we were starting out with.
10: So uh, the president was not live tweeting, but his son was live tweeting, and Donald Trump Jr. appeared on Sean Hannity's show earlier.
16: This is the head of the Federal Bureau of Investigations. The head of the FBI goes on, well, if I was a stronger man, I mean, who are we kidding, Sean? I mean, what kind of response <laughs> is that? I mean, this guy's that the head so of pathetic. the FBI, and that's his response? Not, hey, maybe I should follow the law and procedure and say that Trump was doing this. Maybe I should let him know that this was happening. But instead, he decides to do this. Then he leaks some notes to a friend of his because he doesn't have the guts to do it himself. He has to leak it through a friend of... I mean, where does this stop? I mean, it is nuts.
10: The leaking thing, Olivier, really raised some eyebrows in Washington.
12: It did absolutely. Um, It it raised a lot of eyebrows because the parallel conversation to whether or not Russia um, interfered in the election, whether or not they had there was collusion with the Trump campaign. There's been a parallel conversation about how are we getting all this information and why are there so many classified leaks uh, of information? The
10: the question is why did he do it, and he answers that question.
12: Why is the most striking? It's not the leak itself. D.C. is is a city of leaks. The why was really striking when he says that he, he did it explicitly in order to uh, to advance the possibility of a special counsel being appointed that was that was extremely notable in today's testimony
10: so John Roberts is reporting that the White House um, is going to request the DOJ look at this and um, and see if this is right yeah. that he can use that, that well, he can do it
9: and is it illegal? Was it improper? Uh, I think there might be maybe some irony here because one of the things that uh, Comey is famous for talking about is intent uh, with Mrs. Clinton and potentially with President Trump as well. Well, as you just said, Olivier, President explicitly stated what his intent was he said I had this I had the memo I gave it to my buddy at Columbia University to give to the New York Times because my wife and I were leaving town to avoid the press and the goal was special prosecutor a special counsel I mean mission accomplished but that was remarkable candor.
2: We also had evidence that he was leaking while he was FBI director. One of the things he talked about in testimony today was his interaction with Loretta Lynch and how it made him feel when she, according to him, she has since disputed this, uh, told him to lie about the nature of the criminal investigation into Hillary Clinton, instead calling it a matter. That appeared in the New York Times in April. He was still FBI director in April. So we have evidence that this leaking didn't just take place once he was out of office, but is part of a pattern. Well,
10: let's listen to Jim Comey. On the loretta lynch and what he alleges she told him
13: and i want to know was she going to authorize us to confirm we had an investigation and she said, yes, but don't call it that, call it a matter. That concerned me because that language tracked the way the campaign was talking about the FBI's work. It gave the impression that the Attorney General was looking to align the way we talked about our work with the way a political campaign was describing the same activity, which was inaccurate. We had a criminal investigation open, so that gave me a queasy feeling.
10: Queasy feeling, Caitlin.
18: Yeah, it showed that he didn't think she could be independent in her job. And he said Bill Clinton's meeting with her on that plane is really what set him off. And the fact that she wanted it to be a matter and not an investigation. But to go back to Guy's point, I think what we've seen today with the special counsel revelation that James Comey made is how destructive Donald Trump's tweets can be to him. Because James Comey said that Donald Trump's tweet about the tapes of their conversations, implying that there are recordings of their conversations, is what led him to leak the memo to his friend at Columbia who then leaked it to the New York Times and then that's what led to the appointment of a special counsel. And sure. yet,
2: in point of fact, that that statement from Donald Trump, that tweet came a day after the New York Times had a story about a leak, basically, which was it, that uh, Donald Trump had demanded loyalty and Comey had demurred. So that he was already leaking prior to the point of Trump tweeting. Does Did it tell, to
18: tell someone about your conversation with the president?
2: I mean, he was sharing information that was damaging to the president. Right, but with it's the different than leaking purpose. a memo. Well, I mean. You, you can argue that, but if it's coming from government documents, which we don't, we still don't even have these memos in the possession of the investigative committees. That's weird. And it is weird that you have random professors at Columbia having information, but not the people's uh, representatives. Well, they're not the, or or they're the, not the
12: reporters, the seagulls. That, they're not that random, right? It's a, the friend of James C- It's not that random. It's a friend of James Comey. It's one specific memo. You know, I thought, actually, what one of the really interesting things about today was um, how much some of the information that we are, we the media, not we here on this panel. Uh, are promoting, we, we already had. So, for example, um, the idea that the, the tarmac meeting between Bill Clinton and, just, and, and, and Attorney General Lynch was the, was the thing that generated uh, the, the, the James Comey public statements on the Hillary Clinton investigation. We knew that, that he said that in a hearing uh, in, in early May. Um, for me, the, the really interesting part is we appear to have missed again, we broadly, appear to have missed a very uh, notable moment yesterday when the acting director of the FBI um, refused to characterize his conversation with James Comey, and when he was asked by Democratic Senator um, Jack Reed of Rhode Island, are you not characterizing these because you think that the conversation between the president and James Comey either are or could become the subject of a criminal investigation? The acting director of the FBI said yes. And that was, to me, a much more notable moment than really anything that happened today in the James Comey testimony.
1: Which is pretty amazing. Comey offered a bit of something for everyone. He called the president a liar, which, of course, the left loved. But he also acknowledged that former Attorney General Loretta Lynch instructed him to refer to the Hillary Clinton investigation as a matter, not an investigation, which the right was quick to jump on. And let's not forget, he also acknowledged that he was the source of leaks about the memos that he wrote after his meetings with the president. So what do you think? Well, I'm sure you're going to have plenty of opportunity to talk about what you think because we are just minutes away from the Jay Weber Show. Good morning, sir. Morning. How are you? All is well, thank you.
5: Yeah, we're going to talk about uh, more of the Comey stuff. The biggest two narratives that the liberals were counting on to impeach him just crumbled yesterday. Absolutely. I, I, I really don't know what's left. You know, you have these sto- these headlines in the media, some of them today, that, you know, a dark cloud hangs over him. Oh, this just got worse. How did it possibly get worse? No. <laughs> so we'll talk about that. Uh, we have Theresa May miscalculating big time, big in, time. The, uh, in the uh, British election. She thought to- she would call a special election win-win more seats in Parliament so she would have a better – Uh, You know, governing majority, and it didn't uh, turn out that way. It doesn't look like it's going to turn out that way. So,
1: you know what surprised me most about the British elections? The Labour Party, the leader of the Labour Party, is an open border guy.
5: Oh, he's he's worse than that. I mean, this guy has hugged, you know, he's he's hugged Hugo Chavez tight. Yeah, and uh, he, you know, he's made excuses for terror. The guy is just terrible. And the
1: Brits have seen three horrendous terror attacks in what the span of less than two months. Yeah. An open border guy. They're going to vote for a party that says, let's let more of them come in.
5: Unbelievable. Uh, yes, Man. it is. So we'll talk uh, about that as well. And you know, Congress issuing a damning report on Fast and Furious that
1: uh, everyone seems to be ignoring. We'll talk about of that, course. too. Yeah, all right. Sounds like another great program just minutes away. That wraps up this edition of The Morning Briefing. Join me again Monday for another hour of news and commentary.
16: Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil.